0: Fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at CBSI.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now here's some combination
1: of Adam, Dave, Cheney, and he. Talking fantasy football, reacting to the NFL combine and the franchise tags. Welcome everybody. It is Tuesday, March 6th. I'm Adam Azer. He's Dave Richard. Hey Dave. That's me. It's what my mommy named me. Yeah. Dave, did you go by Dave or David growing up?
0: Uh depends on who was talking to me. My parents still call me David. So that's what your mommy named me. And my me. wife when she's really mad at me. David? So, David? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> David Richard my... Richard. Did you know Dave's middle name is also Richard? All right. Anyway, we're going to talk about Saquon Barkley, the talk of the Combine, and where our fantasy uh, listeners want Barkley to go of any of the first four picks, the Browns, Giants, Colts, and Broncos, and when they would take Saquon Barkley. We'll react to that. I think teammate combos are just super neat, so I have some teammate combos that I'm going to throw at Dave. And we've got a lot of news and notes about Kirk Cousins, uh, Deion Lewis, Chris Ivory as a bill, franchise tag stuff. Now, I will say, I don't know when you're going to hear this, but we're recording this at about 1.30 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. So there's going to be some news probably before the deadline of, of 4 o'clock, right, to sign the franchise tender?
0: Yeah, there should be all sorts of information that football fans would like to know.
1: But I think we know, you know, the most important stuff like the Allen Robinson, the Sammy Watkins stuff. Uh So, yeah, and then we'll do some offseason intriguing players if we have time for the AFC West. But let's start with the the, the NFL draft talk, and it's really about Penn State running back Saquon Barkley. Who is just a great player. I mean, he can run, he can catch, and I guess he's the best running back prospect in a long time. I don't know. Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley. I, I don't know how people would rank it, but I think he's gonna go earlier than, than they went and Fournette went. It's crazy.
0: I think he is too. And he didn't necessarily need the combine to earn these accolades. If you watched him play and you can still go even on YouTube and find clips of him, you will, you will be impressed with him. Not only can he run and he can catch at him, he can block. He's a, he, he's, he seems to be a fairly intelligent guy, seems to have good football intelligence, has good size. And then he goes out in the combine, runs a 40 and 44, 29 reps on the bench, 41 inch vertical. Uh, I did a video on CBS Sports HQ this morning with host Tommy Tran, and he compared some of his measurables to guys that are already in the league. And by the time he was done, he he looked at Saquon Barkley. and He goes, "This guy is one of the Avengers because he's just <laughs> not human." And and I think that's a hell of a nickname for Saquon Barkley is to call him the Avenger because he's just he just really seems to have like qualities of the fastest wide receivers, the Bigger linebackers he's as big as them, um, just uh, he's an amazing package as a running back, and now it's got Cleveland thinking about taking him at number one overall because he seems to be I'll use this term that's floating around generational yeah, the and, once yeah. in a lifetime type of player
1: and the Browns can afford to do that because they have the fourth pick as well, so if they are you know feeling a quarterback, they could potentially wait till four. Um, but we, you know, we'll see. It's very intriguing at the top and it's fun with skill position players, you know, and offensive players. A lot of them going to go early. A lot of quarterbacks for sure. But, but, uh, you know, the, the quarterbacks, Barkley, Bradley Chubb, these are guys that are definitely. That's the you know, group. And Quentin Nelson, I think, has a chance to the guard at a Notre Dame to, uh, to go within the first four or five picks. Well, I asked our, our listeners on Twitter, I said if Cleveland uh, – two questions. First, if Cleveland drafts Saquon Barkley, which round would you draft him in in a 12-team league? And then I asked which of these teams would be the best spot for Saquon Barkley's fantasy value, Giants, Browns, Colts, Broncos. So first, if Cleveland drafts Saquon Barkley, which round would you draft him in? I think the correct grammar is in which round would you draft him, but I didn't do that. 12-team league, round one, round two, round three, or round four or later. So, what do you I, think?
0: I I would put him as a top 15 player. Might put him right at 15th overall. So that would be early round 2.
1: And that that was the winner. Round 1 had 25%, round 2 had 44%, round 3 had 22%, and round 4 or later had just
0: 9%. People were thinking round 3 or round 4? That means that you're just you're not interested in getting Saquon Barkley on your team. Well, which is fine. Very very th- few that's people how you roll.
1: very few people said round 4 or later, only 9%. But yeah, 22% said round 3 or later and i got to tell ya it's a pretty bad team if he goes to the browns it's a pretty bad team it would real like like how much better is he than joe mixon or christian mccaffrey he's better but is he so much oh, yeah. better and those guys didn't warrant second round picks those guys didn't even warrant like fourth round picks i mean they they did at the time i'm just saying when you look at what they actually did in their rookie seasons is he really going to be better than that he could be he should be i think he, he will but I'm make, I'm I making, think he
0: can get more touchdowns than those guys had last year.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm making the case for the people who are hesitant on, on Barkley. And it's probably well, I, more about being hesitant on the Browns.
0: That's exactly what it is because last year at this time we thought, oh, Isaiah Crowell has a chance to be something good. And we ramped that up and we thought he'd have a good year. And, no, Isaiah Crowell is not as talented as Saquon Barkley. They are not even in the same ballpark. But the fact that he disappointed after a year where he was pretty good – will make people say, uh, oh, it's the Browns. They're always going to be bad. Maybe there's some other factors that you have to think about, such as we still think this is a good offensive line. We know they're going to be better quarterback than they were last year. It's probably going to be with a rookie because I don't think they're going to get Kirk Cousins or make a play for Case Keenum or any of these other quarterbacks that are out there. And the thing that gets me is that Saquon Barkley would be in the hands of Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, and those guys do have good track records with running backs. So I, I, I would not hesitate early round two on Barkley. And the worry that I would have isn't that he's going to be bad in the preseason and he falls into being a late round two pick. It would be that he flashes during the preseason and there's too much hype around him. And now you've got to pay a first round price tag to get him, which if you're picking, if you're picking him at 15th overall, that means you're just using a pick six picks sooner to get him. Mm-hmm. And you'll still be able to get a very good wide receiver or a pretty good running back in round two. Maybe it's not so bad. Maybe some people will start doing that if he has, if he doesn't totally suck in July and August.
1: So Dave, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver from Alabama, has a chance to be a top 10 pick as well. A couple of our mock drafts that I'm looking at right now have him going eighth to the Bears. Calvin, we know wide receivers uh, probably like a little safer, long term, longer shelf life than a running back, but is there any question that Saquon Barkley should be the number one pick in every dynasty draft?
0: Oh, yeah, he's absolutely that. Yeah, I'm not even sure if Calvin Ridley's the number one receiver. Who do you like? uh, In Dynasty Drafts. I haven't looked at them all yet, but I've started digging in, and I like what I've seen from Cortland Sutton from SMU. Okay. And I've watched Ridley, too, and Ridley does a lot of really good things, and he does a lot of things that make me a little nervous. Is he a slot receiver? Is he a really, really good slot receiver? I'm not sure.
1: I'll be honest with you. I I, I don't,
0: I don't think he's a, I don't think he is a really, really good number one outside receiver. uh,
1: He's listed as six foot one. So, you know, I don't think he's limited to the slot by any means. But really, I mean, really he's a playmaker. He is fat. Do you know what his 40 time was? I'll, I'll tell you what it is right now. Yeah, go ahead. Our, our next question on Saquon Barkley was, which of these teams would be the best spot for Saquon Barkley's fantasy value? I don't understand how, how, the Colts didn't have 100% of the vote. It's so clearly the Colts. It is the Colts. But they only had 33%. Giants It's 20. it's the Colts assuming Andrew Luck is back. Yes, of course, but Giants 24%, Browns 17%, Colts 33%, Broncos 20 uh 26%. So the Giants and Broncos are right around 25%, the Colts were 33, and the Browns were last 17%, which is interesting that people that's the last destination of the top 4 teams uh that that our fantasy owners want to see Saquon Barkley end up on.
0: Uh yeah, it's just the the cognitive bias of being in with the Browns.
1: Like if Andrew Luck's healthy and Saquon Barkley's on the Colts, I mean, oh, he, yummy. He, I I swear to you, he's he might be like a top 5 pick. I don't think I don't think he'll go ahead Ooh, of I the I don't know about
0: top 5.
1: I don't think he'll go ahead of the top 6 which are four running backs and those two receivers, but he's in play at 7.
0: You would absolutely feel more comfortable taking him in round 1 and then Hanging the U-turn and getting a, a best available player in round two, versus taking the best available player in round one, and then hoping ba- Barkley makes it back to you in round two.
1: Off top if my he head, goes to
0: Indianapolis. He, he'd be a first round pick.
1: Off the top of my How head, just thinking say. right now, Kareem Hunt would be like very much in play at number seven for me. And I'm the low guy on David Johnson, but I assume he's going to be a top four pick.
0: Yeah, they'll uh, both go before Barkley.
1: Yeah, should they? Would you take Kareem Hunt or Barkley? Yeah. What was interesting, something that, that, uh, Pat Shermer said was like, he, he really wants a running back that catches the ball. You know, I don't think he wants a Latavius Murray. He, he wants running backs who are involved in the passing game. So if he ends up at the Giants who have the number two pick, I, I 100% guarantee they are going to spend money on offensive line. And they'll probably draft one in the second round if they take Barkley in the first round. You know, it's an interesting situation. It's, it's a it's a potentially good passing game. It's I think I would rather him uh, Barkley go to the Giants than the Broncos. Like definitely behind the Colts, but I think number two on that list for me would be the Giants.
0: I think so too, and then the Broncos would be a close third. But I can't see John Elway taking a running back before a quarterback. Yeah, don't see it happening.
1: What uh, what do you got on Calvin Ridley's 40? forty
0: four four three?
1: That's good. NFL.com. That's pretty good for a wide receiver.
0: Oh, listen, there's no denying his speed. It's He's just a, not quite as big as you'd like your prototypical number one outside yeah. receiver to be. Yeah, that's true. And uh I don't think he's that great of a blocker, but he is very fast, very quick, very elusive, and a very good route runner. I, I would imagine he'll end up being a top 15 pick in the NFL draft. But as far as fantasy goes i i don't see peop i don't see him being somebody that people are gonna go for round five round six round seven maybe not even round eight i think he's gonna be a round nine type guy
1: now have we had two straight years of bad fantasy production from our first round nFL draft wide receivers last year was was really disappointing
0: well one guy went in the first round who arguably well, I guess John Ross was going to go in the first round no matter what, but I didn't think he'd go as high as he went. Right, 10th
1: or 9th, wherever the Bengals picked. It was pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah, so last year, you know, Corey Davis didn't, didn't really do it for us, but uh in 2016, who were the first-round wide receivers? Corey Coleman, uh, Will yeah. Fuller, Josh Doxon, Laquan Treadwell. It's two years in a row. And— <laughs> Four years ago, we had the greatest wide receiver draft ever. We had Beckham, we had Mike Evans. But it's two years in a row now of, uh, of pretty bad production from the first round receivers. 2015, receivers were Amari Cooper, Kevin White, uh, Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Rashad Perryman, Philip Dorsett. Dave, it's really three years in a row of fantasy busts, first round wide receivers.
0: Sure, and so this year might not be any different, and it's certainly a cautionary tale for everybody who goes into their fantasy drafts thinking, ooh, ah, Calvin Ridley. You you can't do it. I I don't think you should spend a valuable pick on him unless a team comes out of nowhere to trade up for him that's got the court. Look at the Patriots. Do something wild. You know, They take that pick that they got for Garoppolo and they pair it with their first-round pick, and they move up enough to get Ridley. Not that they would do that, but if they did that, or if Green Bay did that, or you know, insert team with stud quarterback Seattle, yeah, you don't think he'd be a lot of fun to watch in Seattle? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So wow. that's that's the type of situation. I mean, just if he ends up in Chicago, okay, he's got Mitchell Trubisky, but he's also going to be the number one guy. They don't really have unless they go and you know splurge on Allen Robinson as a free agent as well. And if that happens, and we're taking targets away from Calvin Ridley. So I don't see him making a huge impact right away unless it's just really the perfect fit.
1: So, Dave, guess where I'm going on Thursday?
0: Guess where you're going on Thursday. I yeah. would imagine you're going to the ACC basketball You got
1: tournament. it! And guess uh, how I'm getting there.
0: You're probably going to—what's the cheapest way to get from where you live to Madison Square Garden? You're probably going to hit your oh, ride on the hey. back of
1: like a— Hey, Dave, come on. It's not a Madison Square Garden. Where is it? Barclays. Oh, it's the Barclays, Barclays Center? Come on, yeah. I'm getting ACC, there.
0: Uh, ACC's not big enough for the garden, I guess.
1: I'm getting there through SeatGeek, my friend. Oh, that's what you meant. That well, is what I meant.
0: What, how else <laughs> would you, you? You asked the question, how am I getting there? You I didn't know. ask. How am I getting in?
1: I know, I know.
0: Now, if you had asked that, I would have told you, of course, SeatGeek, because there's no other way to do it.
1: I truthfully don't know how if I'm taking car or, or mass transit, but more importantly, I am going to use SeatGeek to get to the ACC tournament to watch the Miami Hurricanes lose to North Carolina on Thursday night. Why am I doing it? I don't know, but uh, you should be using the SeatGeek app. It is the best way to get tickets. It is the smartest and the fastest and the most cost-efficient way to get tickets. And we've got a promo code for you. It's FFT. So you download the SeatGeek app, you use the promo code FFT, as in Fantasy Football Today, 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. I've already used the promo code FFT. It doesn't matter. I still save a lot of money on SeatGeek. First of all, it's just very convenient. You buy tickets on the app, you use the app to get into the stadium, you never have to do anything else. It's very simple. But also, this is a site and an app that searches multiple ticket sites, finds the best deals, tells you these are the best values. What's the point of you going out and looking on all these different sources? Let SeatGeek do the work for you. It saves you time, and it saves you money. So download the SeatGeek app for sports, for concerts, for comedy, for theater. Every purchase is fully guaranteed, and use that promo code FFT to get 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's FFT for 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. All right, let's do some teammate combos, Dave. Combo me, baby. Yeah, all right, here we go. Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry. I find myself using the Eagles a lot, by the way, in these. Keenan Allen or Hunter Henry? Those guys are Chargers. Or, Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, Allen and Henry or, or Jeffrey and Ertz. And it was pretty close if you just look at last year's fantasy points. Pretty close. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, pretty close. What would you do?
0: I'd take the Eagles guys. I think there's more value there on draft day. I think Jeffrey is a round three, round four player and I think Ertz is a round three player. Keenan Allen could end up being a first-round pick late first in PPR, and he'll be a second-round pick in standard leagues. But Hunter Henry's going to fall a little bit in drafts. So I think just the better value is with the two Eagles guys.
1: Another strong finish for Hunter Henry. 76 yards and a touchdown at Dallas in Week 12, 81 yards the next week, 50 yards and a touchdown the following, following week. Then he didn't do much against the Chiefs, and he missed the final two games. We know right, the that, it's
0: great that he can do that, that he can score and he can get yardage, which I mean it it's the simplest thing in the world to say. That's what people who catch passes are supposed to do, but a lot of tight ends can only really catch touchdowns. Yeah. They're not good for a lot of yardage. Hunter Henry can do that, but so can Zach Ertz. Oh, of course. Ertz can get you double digits and fantasy points on yardage alone. Henry, it's going to be harder for him to do that. So Ertz has the edge there and it more than makes up for the difference between Keenan Allen and Alshon.
1: Okay. Let me see what the people on Twitter said. Is I I thought this was pretty tough. I was kind of leaning I'll tell you what, I like I would probably definitely in standard scoring take the Eagles, guys, Jeffrey and Ertz. But there was like a f almost a fifty catch difference between Allen and Alshon this past year. Forty five more catches for Keenan Allen. I don't yeah. think that happens again, but it might be twenty five to thirty catches. So maybe in PPR, I don't know. Let's see what the people said. They said 53% to 47%, they want the Eagles combo. Alright, alright, pretty close, pretty close. Alright, next one, Dave. Niners combo and a Chiefs combo. Jimmy Garoppolo and Carlos Hyde, assuming he's on the Niners. Or, or Pat- even if he's not? No, it's like it's a teammate combo.
0: But what if Carlos Hyde ends up going somewhere in free agency? Then you can't have them, they're not teammates anymore. Your combo is busted. Then I've gotta go and get whoever the running back is for San Francisco?
1: Yes. But let's just say it's Hyde. Garoppolo and Hyde or Mahomes and Hunt? Garoppolo and Hyde or Mahomes and Hunt? This one even closer than the Eagles' Chargers one.
0: I'll take the Chiefs combo just for Hunt, just to get that stud number one running back. I can always find a decent quarterback, and Mahomes could be that quarterback. I'm not ready to rule him out. He's going to get picked in every single draft with a late-round choice, and it makes perfect sense because he's got gobs of potential – Great pass catchers to throw to. Garoppolo doesn't quite have the pass catchers yet, but he does certainly look like a great quarterback. But he wasn't amazing for fantasy purposes and Hyde, I feel like, I, I think it's going to be hard for him to do, to have another good year like he had.
1: Did he have a good
0: year last year? Not really. I guess we can say that he kind of did.
1: He was, he was a top 12 back, but he was 3.9 yards per carry. I, I think that I think that there's more there for Hyde. I think he could actually be better. Look, He actually had six more catches than Kareem Hunt, but Hunt scored 69 more fantasy points in standard, 63 more in PPR. Uh Hunt averaged 4.9 yards per carry. Hyde averaged 3.9 yards per carry. But I would just like to see Hyde and Garoppolo. Hyde on a better offense, put it that way. Um, their offensive line is, is an issue. They
0: Do you think Hyde's going to go somewhere where he'll be a featured back like he's been?
1: You know, he was more or less a featured back with Garoppolo. And I think that's the only spot for him. I'm looking at the five games he played with Garoppolo. You know, he had, he probably averaged about 17 carries a game. Here were his fantasy point totals in standard. 6, 13, 3, 12, and 19. Um, but he didn't really tear it up, he just scored five touchdowns. And didn't have that much involvement in the passing game. Caught about two balls per game. Uh, so it's interesting. I mean, it's a tough one. The people said they'd rather have Mahomes and Hunt 52% over Garoppolo and Hyde. 52 to 48%. Right.
0: It's basically 50-50. So, it seems like it was a tough call for some people.
1: See, that, that's a guy, Carlos Hyde, that better offensive line. I think he could be sort of, I think the, the talent of Carlos Hyde could be unleashed. What do you think?
0: I, I think it's possible, sure, with a better offensive line, but you said to yourself 3.9 yards per carry. Uh, some of that's got to fall on him. Yeah. And is he really going to land somewhere where he's going to catch uh, not 60 passes, 59 passes? That's what he had last season. Can he do that again? I'd love to see him stay in San Francisco. If he does, he's still going to share carries with somebody else. And then if you move, if he moves on, let's say that he's the consolation prize. Yeah, let's just say Indianapolis knows they have no chance of getting Saquon Barkley and he ends up in Indy. Maybe you like that a little bit better. But there's still a chance that he like you draft Saquon Barkley and you put him on your team, you can basically knock off every other running back on your roster. They're gonna be there for depth and maybe ten snaps a game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With Hyde, you're not gonna do that. With Hyde, you're still gonna give for example, Indianapolis, you you know you're gonna see some of Marlon Mack. You know it. Yeah. And if he but, goes to New York, you know you're going to see some of Wayne Gallman, whoever else is there. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. But you could still get 15 carries a game. And, you know, that's enough to be a really good fantasy player, especially if you catch some balls. All right. All right. Well, all right. So we're done. Chiefs. Win. He's got a Chiefs chance.
0: Win. He finishes the number 11 running back in standard leagues last year. I think he has a chance to get back there this year, but he's not going to be somebody that people are excited to draft.
1: I also think it's a different question if I take Garoppolo and Hyde versus Mahomes and Hunt, and I say you can't pick up another quarterback rest of season. That's, you didn't ask that. I know I didn't, but what if I did? Would that change your answer? Because part of it is like, no. ah, well, it's a quarterback. If, if Mahomes sucks, I'll just pick someone else up. Because then I'm losing out on having Hunt. Because I, I no, no, no. You can you can keep Hunt and just like you can't, but drop I can't pick Mahomes. up another running back, right? Definitely. Like if not. you're
0: gonna tell me I can't pick up another quarterback, but I can, I can go willy-nilly on running backs?
1: I think I explained it wrong.
0: Yeah, I think you did too.
1: <laughs> willy-nilly. Alright, uh, Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson? The Packers wide receivers? Or the Vikings wide receivers? Thielen and Diggs. Adams and Nelson or Thielen and Diggs? This are one- we
0: assuming that Thielen and Diggs will catch passes from Kirk Cousins? Are we, are we getting to that point now? Did you see the report? Yeah. Earlier Tuesday that Minnesota is going to offer him a three year, $91 million guaranteed contract.
1: If he doesn't go to Minnesota, I will eat three bean Boozled.
0: Which means you'll just like put them in your mouth. You'll <laughs> chew them for like two seconds and then you'll be like my kids and you'll spit it out on the floor and wait for somebody else to clean it up.
1: Pretty much, but, uh, he's going to the Vikings, I think. So Thielen and Diggs or Adams and Nelson. This was, this was not that close. Two thirds of the vote to, to the Vikings guys.
0: And, I I, again, I think that a lot of bias from 2017 is baked in there because they saw Jordy Nelson stink, but he stunk without Aaron Rodgers, and we know Aaron Rodgers will be back. I think Devonta Adams has turned the corner and has become not only uh, a good NFL wide receiver and a very good fantasy receiver, but the best wide receiver in Green Bay. However, when it comes to fantasy football, you want wide receivers that you know you can count on. Week after week, not to say that Stephon Diggs is the king of consistency or Thielen for that matter, but between the two of them, at least one of them should get you good numbers each week. And with Kirk Cousins there, I think there's a chance both of them can get you good numbers each week.
1: So you're taking the Vikings.
0: I'm taking the Vikings, but it's it's I'm so. Sub- what was the disparity in percentage?
1: 67% to 33%. Uh,
0: it's too deep, too too wide a gap. Because
1: Adams is the best one.
0: I agree. Yeah. But I'd rather have the two Vikings than yeah. Adams and Jordy as of now. I think but I would too. Would you be really shocked if Jordy Nelson ended up turning back the clock and having a 800 yards, seven touchdown season? That's
1: what I was saying. Like I don't, I don't think he turns back the clock and has 1,200 yards, but the touchdowns, yeah, he could have. He yeah, could I have think a lot of touchdowns.
0: that's where his value is going to have to be.
1: I also think Kirk Cousins is a little overrated. Like he's been good in fantasy, but correct me if I'm wrong. Like, has he? Has he ever produced a great fantasy wide receiver?
0: No. He's produced a great fantasy tight end.
1: He has. And, and he produces produced... like, he produces great wide receivers in spurts. You know, Deshaun Jackson had a really strong ending to his 2016 season, I believe. Pierre Garçon was the man for once. At one point, Jamison Crowder had a good stretch. But Terrell Pryor has stunk. Over a season, they've never had, Kirk Cousins has never had an elite receiver or really even close to it.
0: No, but I think these are going to be the two best receivers he's ever worked with. Uh
1: I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, Deshaun Jackson's we, pretty good.
0: Deshaun and Garcon are a better duo than this duo. Why don't are you they, put that combo up on the Twitter machine? And all right,
1: see I will. I don't know that they're better, but this—that's that, Deshaun Jackson two years ago, and like, I believe
0: Cousins led Deshaun and Garcon to over a thousand yards each a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, that's. It's, so true. maybe
0: not necessarily dominant for that fantasy. Is true. That is true. But I believe they had over a thousand yards each. They had they seven They just, they touchdowns. lacked in the touchdown yeah, department.
1: Combined seven touchdowns. But you're right, they did have over a thousand yards each. I mean, yeah. that's kind so of- So I think
0: Cousins can make up a lot of those touchdowns.
1: That's kind of an that's interesting comparison here. Like, Kyle Rudolph, Deshaun, Kyle Rudolph, Diggs, and Thielen. Jordan Reed, Deshaun, Garcon. But then there's also Jamison Crowder, who had 847 yards and led the team with 7 touchdowns in 2016. I think what I'm trying to say is that he spread the ball around. Look at these targets in 2016. Garcon 116. Mm -hmm. Deshaun Jackson 120. Crowder 97. Jordan Reed 87.
0: How many games did Reed play?
1: Looking at, I was in the process, he played 12.
0: So he would have been over 100 if he had played. 16. So
1: are we stumbling on something here that that Kirk Cousins is not a lock in on one receiver pepper him with targets kind of guy?
0: No, he's not.
1: That's interesting.
0: But Case Keenum wasn't either last year. He went through And
1: and those ebbs guys and flows with
0: those two wide receivers and Kyle Rudolph.
1: Exactly, ebbs and flows. I don't want ebbs and flows. I want stud. I want a stud.
0: So then you you're you're Gravitating toward the Packers now, if we're going back to the original combo question.
1: I think, uh, with the case of Jordy, okay, like in the context of a full roster where I have a bench and I can, you know, play matchups, I probably would go with the Packers guys. Cause like Adams will be in my lineup every day and Jordy, I can play matchups, you know, start him when, when it's a good matchup, whatnot. But if those are just my only two wide receivers, I had to start them every week, I think the Vikings guys will combine for more fantasy points than the Packers guys.
0: Well. We we agree that it's like eight hundred and seven, eight hundred yards, seven touchdowns for Jordy.
1: that's the hope, yeah.
0: That's the hope. What are we hoping for, Devontae Adams? Over a thousand yards? Twelve hundred and I mean, twelve hundred. Why not? Getting twelve hundred. Why
1: not? Why not have a breakout number one? I
0: think he'll be in between a thousand and twelve hundred. All right, eleven eleven
1: hundred and why not ten touchdowns?
0: Well, if Jordy's taking seven.
1: We're talking about the best quarterback in football. He's gonna throw thirty five touchdowns. So you wanna give him ten touchdowns? Yeah. Okay.
0: So do you think that the Vikings combo can combine for seventeen touchdowns with Kirk Cousins? Actually, no. Neither do I. I I'm starting to I'm starting to turn your way.
1: (laughs) All right. But you know But it it really
0: but it's funny because it comes down to Jordy.
1: Yeah, it does. Because
0: I think if we tell anybody that Devontae Adams' projection is eleven hundred yards and ten touchdowns, I think we're at the point where most people say, Okay. I guess I can buy into that. That sounds about right. But then you'd say, Jordy Nelson, 800 yards and seven touchdowns, and they'll go, ugh. Yeah, I don't, think they'll, sure? I don't think they'll buy you that. You think that'll be the key? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think they'll buy that. There's, <laughs> <All> also,
0: there's <laughs> also a chance Jordy isn't there, that they could cut him.
1: I don't want them to because I just want to see what he has left. But, Dave, let's move on. If let's, they
0: cut him, then he doesn't have anything
1: left. Let's go to the they, news and help. notes. Let's go to the news and ner- notes. There's again. a lot of news and notes. Yeah, I cut it short. I didn't go you know – first of all, I don't know when people are going to hear this, so some of it could be outdated, but – uh, there are four teams that are reportedly interested in Deion Lewis. The Jets, the Raiders, the Texans, and the Colts. Jets, Raiders, Texans, Colts interested in Deion Lewis. What kind of a running back do you think he is outside of New England?
0: I think, I think if any of those teams are smart to use him in a similar way to what he was in New England, they'll be fine. 12, 13 carries a game, four to six catches per game. He, he's kind of in that Carlos Hyde bin where you want to have another running back to pair with him, but he can still be your featured guy. You you absolutely have to have another running back who you feel good about using in a bigger role behind Lewis because he's got some injury history to him. Okay. I'd uh I, I I'd like to see him with the Jets or the Colts. I think those would be really good fits. I think Oakland would be a good fit if Marshawn's not there. Uh, I don't. I, Houston. Does that mean that Lamar Miller is out the door?
1: It would. I would assume. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the to uh, the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell says that the Steelers will franchise tag him for a second straight season, whatever. Buffalo and Chris Ivory, they'll have time to work out a deal we'll talk about, I'm sure. Buffalo and Chris Ivory agree to a two-year $5.5 million deal.
0: What's up with the Bills? They keep getting these big physical running backs. Mike Tolbert last year, mm-hmm. and now they're, they've got Chris Ivory locked up. I don't know. I guess I guess they just they like that that type of player. That's just what they're looking for. It might be what their coach is looking for. Would you for a would you handcuff? Late LeSean? season banger. Would you handcuff? I think LeSean? he'll end up being the handcuff for Lashawn McCoy.
1: Yeah. Would you he'll, draft he'll be, Ivory though? Is it even worth it if you own McCoy? I think you have
0: to at this point because McCoy has so much tread taken off his tire. Mm-hmm. Well over two thousand career carries. He is he is unfortunately ripe for a breakdown. And so if you're going to spend that second round pick on Shady, Ivory should be on your late round wish list, but I can't imagine a lot of people will consider taking Ivory if they don't have McCoy.
1: Oh, definitely not. Right. Uh so
0: so he should be a pretty easy handcuff to to nab.
1: Trey Burton, Eagles tight end is uh gonna be a starter somewhere other than Philadelphia? Expected to leave the Eagles. That's according to Ian Rappaport. Yeah,
0: because Philly's not gonna pay him what he'll be able to fetch on the open market. Right. It's just a matter of where he goes and what type of role he lands.
1: Yeah. So who would you be more excited about? Trey Burton or Adam Shaheen, who I know you like?
0: Where if Burton goes to Chicago, I think the Bears would make it clear that Burton's gonna be there. No, not, main tight end if you're talking about
1: yeah, which give me one a destination for him New Orleans Okay oh yeah you'd have to go Burton there Oh my yeah. gosh if he goes to it's New Orleans It's going to be very
0: dependent on the team yeah. and what team ends up taking him What if he goes to Green Bay Green Bay's in a whole new world now where they they might start spending on free agency now that Ted Thompson isn't in charge
1: I'm not really feeling Adam Shaheen I feel like his upside is like the number 10 tight end that just you know Puts yeah. Up touchdown time. dependent. Right. I, yeah. yeah. Like, like his year three upside when Mitchell Trubisky like re- could really break out. Maybe it's it's different. But next year, I don't I don't know that I want to draft Shaheen. But if Burton goes to the Saints, like I feel like he could be a top five tight end.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a good landing spot for him. And I think way behind I think the big three, could be but interested in a new tight end. Be interested. So that they can go and use Burton, and I'm sure they'd appreciate his versatility. Miami has been. On the hunt for a tight end for a couple of years no, now. No thanks,
1: no, no thanks.
0: How about Cincinnati? They've got to replace Tyler Eifert, and I don't know if Tyler Croft is going to be back in the mix. Be interesting. That would be interesting. I I could see Cincinnati adding another pass catcher for Dalton, whether it's at tight end or receiver.
1: In two games without Zach Ertz, Trey Burton had two catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown against Denver, and five catches, 71 yards, and two touchdowns. At the Rams. So a combined seven. Good
0: defenses, too.
1: Yeah, seven for one, uh one, 12, and three on ten targets. That's pretty damn good. Uh Next note, sir. The Eagles are listening to offers for Nick Foles. And then two big ones. The Rams are unlikely to franchise Sammy Watkins, and the Jaguars are unlikely to franchise Allen Robinson. And by the time you listen to this, you'll already know if it happened. But um we're assuming no no franchise tag for Sammy Watkins, no franchise tag for Allen Robinson. That doesn't mean they won't be back, but what is your take on that, Dave?
0: It means that they are probably going to get overpaid on new teams and not their current teams. And my my hunch is that Jacksonville's probably going to make a play to keep Marquise Lee, who at this time last year we were calling more efficient than Allen Robinson, and we can't really compare them last year cuz Allen Robinson got hurt and he's coming off the ACL and Jacksonville probably doesn't believe A that he's worth fifteen point nine million, that's what the franchise tag is. And B that he won't get that much on a per year basis out there in free agency. Maybe they have a deal with Robinson where he can go look around and then, you know, Jacksonville will match any offer he gets and they just don't want to use the tag to lock into that. Watkins is the exact same thing. There's no way the Rams are gonna sink $16 mil into him for one year. I think they'd love to have him back. It's just gotta be at the right price. And the Rams, um, they have to be cognizant of what their cap situation looks like for the next several years because they eventually are going to have to owe money to Goff and Gurley. And they can't have a lot of money tied up in, you know, a hobbling Sammy Watkins three years from now.
1: Who are you more interested in as a free agent, Robinson or Watkins?
0: Oh, I want to see where Alan Robinson goes. Yeah, but forget that. Got... Forget
1: that. I mean, which, which receiver do you like better? Robinson. Robinson? Okay.
0: Yeah, but it's not by it's not by a lot, because I don't think Robinson is as good as the numbers suggested he was three seasons ago. And I don't think Watkins is as good as the numbers suggested this year or a couple of years back in Buffalo well, when they, he had that amazing second half.
1: Not that I wouldn't say this year. He didn't really have good numbers this year.
0: No, but he, he had some good weeks. It's he, just a matter of knowing when targeted. to start him, which is kind of the pain in the butt with him.
1: Remember a couple weeks ago I I called him my favorite breakout, Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. And that was based on him being on the Rams, but I said like I don't care let just put him somewhere but give him a training camp you know give him OTAs you right. can't that trade one a of guy He's
0: not to take him last year was yeah. because he got traded in the middle of training camp right you, you can't do to that. a tougher division uh teams that could take a look at him Chicago we mentioned um, I think Baltimore is looking to redo their entire receiving core um Arizona on the outside they've got very little. On the inside, you know they've got Larry Fitz. Uh, the Colts have T.Y. Hilton, Chester Rogers, and that's it. Now imagine an offense with T.Y. Hilton and Sammy Watkins and Andrew Luck under center.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sweet.
0: That, that would be uh, very vertical.
1: Seems like a luxury pick, though. I uh, Like when they took Philip Dorsett, I was like, dude, you have so many more needs. Why would you do that?
0: That's true, but this time around it's free agency, and I believe they've got the third most cap space of anybody in the NFL right now.
1: All right, so that is correct. they have? Think? Seventy-two
0: million dollars to spend.
1: Uh, give it all to Watkins. What do you think about? Um, <laughs> what do you? I want about... to see. I want
0: to see one of those guys end up in San Francisco. Yeah, I think be I'd nice. be very excited if I, either one went to the Forty ers
1: How about Robert Woods and Cooper Cup? Any? Do either of them benefit more from this? And and by the way, you know, I I didn't really agree with with Jamie calling Cooper Cup a breakout, but this changes things. This definitely does.
0: They still need a receiver who can take the top off. They just figure that they don't have to pay one of them as much as what Sammy's going to get. Or unless they do. You know, Maybe Sammy ends up agreeing to a deal where he's making $11 million a year with the Rams. In which case, good for them. He'll be back there, and, and you know what to expect. But if he's not there, I'd like to know who that third receiver would be. Because I don't think the roles will change for... Cup or Woods like I don't think this takes Cooper Cup out of the slot I think he's just perfect there mm-hmm. And they should stick with him there
1: Okay That's your, uh, your news and notes Now if you want more news and notes You better be watching CBS Sports HQ Dave mentioned it earlier Dave was on CBS Sports HQ you can see him On your TV So it's pretty awesome you download CBS Sports HQ on I have it on my Roku You can do it on Apple TV uh your phone any other connected device you know how it works people and this is your your brand new 24 7 streaming sports information channel it's always on it is completely free it is cbs sports hq it is what we grew up watching highlights smart analysis not just people yelling at each other it's not a talk show it's real sports coverage it's awesome great combine coverage and and analysis um love the highlights i've been seeing on there and learning a lot about college basketball about hockey things like that you'll get some fantasy stuff on there it's just it's awesome i'm really proud of what they've done i really am i had absolutely nothing to do with hq but all the people in fort lauderdale have done an amazing job and they put together an awesome network so cbs sports hq you can check it out cbssportshq.com but i recommend downloading it uh on your i have it on roku like i said on any connected device and and you will really love it and it's free
0: and just in case, this is just going back to the news, and they're talking about this right now. This is where I'm seeing it is on CBS Sports HQ because we have it on in the office, of course. The Rams place the franchise tag on Lamarcus Joyner. It will right. not go to Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins will be a free agent next week.
1: Okay. So Dave, I don't think we did off season intrigue for the NFC South. I think we stopped on the AFC South. You are not so sure. You think we did the NFC South.
0: I thought we did, yeah.
1: I mean we may have. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do the four NFC South teams, off-season intriguing players, and we're going to do them all in 30 seconds or less.
0: Okay. Cool. Let's let's see uh how fast we can run the train into the wall on this one.
1: Okay. Uh Choo-choo, here come the Atlanta Falcons. Give me your intriguing player on the Falcons.
0: They're going 28.3 miles an hour. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to be real interesting. We did a fantasy draft where he wasn't even taken. Obviously, he's throwing to Julio Jones. If they add somebody else to that mix, he's got potential. We've seen him play great before, and he's almost one of those players where when you expect big things, he lets you down. When you expect nothing, he over-delivers. I don't know if this is going to be an over deliver type year for him, especially when you can find so many other quarterbacks. You're out of time. That you'll like better.
1: I agree. Matt Ryan is the most intriguing player on the Falcons. He could be really great. Twenty touchdowns was way too low. Thirty-eight touchdowns the year before was way too high. Should be right in the middle. Could be top twelve quarterback. All right. How about the Saints off season intrigue?
0: I'm uh, I'm I'm not sure. I, I guess Mark Ingram would be that guy. Yes,
1: Mark Ingram's my guy too. Good job. Go ahead. You want me to go? <laughs> Yeah,
0: sure. Tell me why Mark Ingram is your guy.
1: Okay, because in his first four games after the Adrian Peterson trade, Mark Ingram averaged, uh, 20 carries per game. In his last seven games after the Adrian Peterson trade, he averaged, he averaged only 12 carries per game. In the postseason, Alvin Kamara had two more carries than Mark Ingram. I think they are phasing him out. Mark Ingram is very interesting. I think he could be a bust.
0: Could they trade him and just make Mark, uh, Alvin Kamara and another running back somewhere along the line their new one-two combo?
1: Maybe. That would be pretty I don't think
0: I, I don't think a team would give up much in trade for Mark Ingram,
1: but oh, I, do I do think
0: teams that are looking for running backs and can't get Saquon Barkley would prefer Ingram over Carlos Hyde.
1: All right, how about the next team here? It would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who's your offseason intriguing player?
0: I am intrigued by Chris Godwin, who I think is going to end up getting a bigger role this year. Uh, opposite Mike Evans as that number two receiver for them. I think they like him. I think they're going to give him a chance to replace Deshaun Jackson.
1: I think honestly every single player, every skill position player on this offense is so interesting and they're all connected to Jameis Winston. Uh, he needs to be better. And, uh, I, I really, I mentioned in our last podcast, I love OJ Howard. Uh, yeah, I know
0: you like him. I think this is a team that looks at Darius Geis in the second round of the draft.
1: Okay. Uh, how about, bring him in? how about Carolina? Who's the intriguing offseason player for Carolina?
0: I think Devin Funches could be that guy. Really interested to see what that receiving core looks like with Norv Turner there. Norv says he's not going to change much with the offense, but I have a hard time believing that old habits die hard and he's been dying hard in the NFL for a long time. He needs a downfield receiver. I don't think Funches is it. So what happens to him then? Does he become a possession receiver in a red zone? Monster for for Cam Newton, and if that's the case, what are his numbers realistically going to be? Can he even touch what he did? You, last I mean, like, year? you
1: really think this is thirty seconds? Is this what thirty seconds feels like to you?
0: I'm not. I'm just talking until you interrupt me.
1: Uh, all right. Well, I'm interrupting you now. Go ahead. My guy was Cam Newton, uh, playing with the injured shoulder. Didn't have a healthy training camp. Uh, I think it affected him, and I think he's better than what we saw. And the fact that he's had six or more t- rushing touchdowns every single year—it just uh, ne- five or more every single year. It's a baseline for Cam Newton. It just helps him so much. And he set a career high in rushing yards last year, too. All right, Dave. Uh, let's read some emails to finish the show. A little light today. Uh, I do apologize. Have, um, a personal thing this afternoon. So are uh, you getting a mole removed? I am not getting a mole removed. Fantasy football. I'm just trying to
0: figure out what the, do you have to go to the dentist?
1: No, I'm not. Accountant? Uh, no, you're gonna, you should stop asking. Cause when I tell you, you're gonna feel bad. So. Fantasy oh, football. No. Well,
0: are you okay? Yeah, I'm
1: okay. Fantasy football at CBSI.com. Well,
0: wait a minute. Wait a minute. If there's something going on,
1: we had a death in the family, Dave. Yesterday we had the funeral. Today we have a memorial service. So I'm sorry. That's okay. I didn't know. That's all right. That's all right. You should big we mouth. Not
0: talk about it on the air. No,
1: you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Do you
0: want to say something about this person?
1: Uh, everybody should have an uncle like uh, my uncle Sam. I know, not that, not that Uncle Sam, but uh, he was an amazing guy. We'll call him Sammy, and. Um, I miss him. He's, a, he was an awesome guy. So, gone too soon. Great I'm really guy. sorry, bud. Thanks, Dave. I, uh, I'd
0: love to hear about him sometime. I really would.
1: Funny, funny, one of the funniest guys. I know where I get my funniness from. He's my dad's brother. Awesome guy. Alright, so send us your emails at fantasyfootball at CBSI.com and here we go. Tony, where's he from?
0: Boston, Massachusetts.
1: Tony says, Dear Quincy, Chad, and Drew, I need some help with a dynasty trade. I'm trying to acquire Pat Mahomes by only giving up draft picks. Our rookie drafts are four rounds of 12 picks each. The best I've offered is 2018 second rounder, 22nd overall, and a 2019 third rounder for Mahomes. I'm definitely a Mahomey. I want this guy on my team. Do you think I've offered, uh, do you, do you think I've offered as much as I reasonably can? So the no, t-
0: you haven't offered enough. For Mahomes? No, you're, you're trying to buy high on a guy who is among the most potential laden quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And whoever has Mahomes, this would be, like, I wish Heath was here. Like, can I go get Heath and, and <laughs> pop this on him and pop, pop this offer on him to see what he'd say?
1: He's doing a, uh, I don't care. I will drag his, I could I am him. You want me to I am him? Bearded. Yes. Okay. He,
0: he would laugh at
1: this. It's too, it's not enough. It's, It's Uh, not
0: even close. It's got to involve a first round pick.
1: I know that sounds Dynasty draft.
0: But, right. This is the the person that took Mahomes. Obviously took him last year. I don't think he took Mahomes thinking, oh well, just I'll put him on my team and see what he does. People who took Mahomes in dynasty leagues last year were excited about him. You're offering him a second and a third and one of the picks isn't for a year?
1: Yeah, like a third round pick in a dynasty draft is, I'm I'm sure it's often a pretty bad pick. Like, you know, it's not, it's not a very valued pick. I, I am Teeth, but he's got, he's, he's not at his computer, so I'm not sure we're gonna get him.
0: I will find him. <laughs> and I will, I will ask him about this offer, and he will probably just
1: laugh. Uh, this is from Graham, in Newport, Rhode Island. <laughs> I'm having, I'm having this moment, Dave, i I was just gonna say this on the air. I'm very concerned that I already read these emails on our last show.
0: So. I don't think you did, I would, I would call you out on
1: it. Alright, if I did, please understand, I've had a very long very upsetting week, so now you all know. Uh, I'm a little out of sorts. So if I read them, I apologize, but we'll read them again. Dear Lloyd, Ace, Fletcher, Stanley, and Truman.
0: Uh, Those are all Jim Carrey
1: characters. Yeah, I feel like I would have remembered that greeting. I need to make a move for a uh, number two wide receiver in my 12-team, half PPR Dynasty League. I have Hopkins as number one. But Dez, Crowder, Dee, Dee Sterling Shepard, Rashard Matthews as number two. So he needs a number, a number two wide receiver. Which of his running backs would you try to trade? Derrick Henry, Carlos Hyde, Kenyon Drake, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, Jarek McKinnon, or DeMarco Murray? Also, I have an extra second-round pick in the upcoming rookie draft that I could use, and uh, the third pick of the rookie draft uh, is my first pick. So he's not going to get Barkley, but he could get, you know, another, like the number two running back. He could
0: definitely get a wide receiver there.
1: Uh, oh, that, yeah, right. He needs at, a receiver. Three. I,
0: I, I'm, and it'll probably end up being Ridley or a running back. Yeah. At that spot.
1: So which running back do you think would have the, the trade value that would make sense for him? Derrick Henry? Eh, you know, I don't know you want to give him up. Carlos Not Hyde. unless you're getting
0: a really good wide receiver, but then if you give away Derrick Henry, then your running back depth is going to be right. not so good.
1: Carlos Hyde, Kenyon Drake, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, Jarek McKinnon, DeMarco Murray.
0: You're not going to get bupkis for Murray right now. I doubt you'll get much for McKinnon, Jones, or Mack at this point. And I don't think you're going to get what you would think is fair value for Carlos Hyde. I think we're at the same guy. Unless you trade for a wide receiver that doesn't have a lot of excitement and maybe is a free agent. What if you offered Carlos Hyde for Allen Robinson?
1: Doable. But I thought you were going to go to the guy that I thought that this, that, uh, Graham should consider trading.
0: And that's who, you're going to say Kenyon Drake.
1: I think Kenyon Drake's value is as high now as it, as it ever will, as maybe it ever will. I think it could
0: still go higher if the Dolphins go the next two months without adding another running back.
1: I don't think they're going to.
0: Well, it depends on when they take the next running back. Yeah. You know, if they, if they sign Doug Martin in free agency, I'm not too worried about that. I'd be really excited about Drake. If they draft, um, give me, I don't know. Just just, hit,
1: uh, just pick a round of the, it the,
0: the, the kid from Iowa. If if they get him in the fifth round of the draft,
1: uh, it's, fifth not round is me. nothing. It would have to be a top three round pick for me. Sure. To, so, to like, if work. they
0: go and get Sony Michelle to, to pair with Kenyon Drake, you're probably looking at what they envision as a timeshare situation. Yeah where they just mix and match him regardless of the situation on the field.
1: Okay. And that would hurt. That so would hurt Drake's value. You could all right, so we don't know what's going to happen, but maybe the best thing is to try to buy low on a wide receiver, like Dave said, maybe Allen Robinson.
0: The the only other option I can think of is you try and pile hide the first round pick and probably Dez because I don't think you're going to get anything for any of the other guys. Maybe you throw in Deedee too. Just so that you're trading somebody in the dynasty League something that they can have like you know a glimmer of hope long term with all for one nice wide receiver,
1: yeah all right anthony but
0: I, I would start with Alan Robinson for Carlos Hyde
1: Anthony writes us uh with the subject line of s c h o e n c h e n which we tried to pronounce on the air was, well yeah, he said your pronunciation of my town has been some of the worst I've ever heard. thanks for the laughs we pronounce it <laughs> we pronounce it chinshin. Yeah, I've learned. I've also heard Shoenshin, but these people are wrong. The town came to be because they didn't like the church and how it was run, so they said, fine, we'll leave and build a better church. They moved about five miles away, and Shinshin was born. All right, there's your uh, geography for the day.
0: That's good to know. Are you ever going to visit Shinshin, Wisconsin?
1: I don't think so. I've never been to Wisconsin. I've been to, like, 27 or so of the 50 states. I've never been to Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin's a cool place. Really nice people, down-to-earth state, cheese curds.
1: <laughs> uh Here's Craig Walker. See, this one I not, think I not did. Not Greg Walker. This one I think I read. I think I read this one. Pick a tight end for your dynasty team, Tyler Eifert, George Kittle, or Austin Safarian Jenkins.
0: I'd go young with Kittle.
1: Yeah, I think I read that one. Uh This is from Mark, and I did not read this one. Ten-team, two-quarterback, six-point-per-passing touchdown league, PPR. Start two quarterbacks, two running backs, three receivers, tight end and a flex. So it's two quarterback league, it's ten teams, it's three receivers, it's PPR, a lot here, and six point per passing touchdown. So oh, value, quarterbacks are pretty valuable. Um, Who do I keep from this list? He, we can keep a starting lineup. So two quarterbacks, Dave. Roethlisberger, Watson, Derek Carr.
0: Well, Watson for sure, and with the hope of – Getting lucky long-term, I'd keep Car over Roethlisberger.
1: Two running backs, Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Joe Mixon.
0: Gurley and Melvin. Three, Man, this league's draft is going to suck.
1: Three receivers. Michael Thomas, A.J. Green, Jarvis Landry, or Amari Cooper?
0: I'm throwing back Cooper. I expect Landry to land with a squad that keeps him in a similar role to what he's been doing.
1: So then your flex is either going to be Cooper or Mixon, PPR.
0: Cooper. Cooper. I'm throwing Joe Mixon back. Maybe the draft won't suck so bad.
1: I don't know. I think I'd go Mixon.
0: And you'd throw Amari Cooper back? Yeah. In a full point PPR where you can start four wide receivers, I'm keeping Cooper.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. All right. All right, Dave. That is fair. Thank you for your emails, everybody. Fantasy football at CBSi.com. If I repeated the AFC South segment in any emails, I do apologize. I've been a mess, uh, rushed to get this show ready. And Dave carried the weight. So thank you, Dave.
0: You're welcome, Adam. I, I hope you feel better. I hope smiles come your way soon. Uh, may your uncle's memory be for
1: a blessing. Thank you, my friend. Uh, we appreciate it, everybody. We will talk to you later in the week with episode number two. Have a good one. Be good. It's all right.